Never miss a minute of the footy. Download the Triple M NRL app and listen anywhere. For Bryden's lawyers, protecting your future. This is Sunday Triple M NRL. Put your clothes on, Gerds. It's not over yet. <laughs> With Paul Kent, Gordon Tallis, Ryan Girdler and Anthony Maroon. Triple M rocks the footy. And welcome back to Leichhardt. You've got to change that. Anthony Maroon. Oh, yeah, that guy. He's the only voiceover guy in Sydney with a a funny little lisp, which (laughs) proves, kids, and I'm your mentor, Ryan, so take this on board. Enough of that. You can do anything in your life, even if you're a a voiceover guy with a lisp, you can still get by. (laughs) We're at Leichhardt Overlight. Can you be a model with a limp? Uh, A model? You can probably be a model, as long as you're not doing any catwalk. Stuff. If you want to be a hand model, hand like, model like George Costanza, a hand model. Yeah, mate, you can be a hand model. You know, yeah. just an underwear model. Just Gordon used to. Gordon, Gordon used to model, model motorbike like. helmets. <laughs> <laughs> That's very good. That's very good. Yeah, this is all thanks to Bryden's lawyers. Just the back of them too, future. just yeah. in case yeah. you could see through the visor. <laughs> now, That's when they fitted him. Yeah, well, and like, it wasn't the open-faced yeah. ones either. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's the point of the joke, you idiot. <laughs> no, because I do have a motorbike and I've got an open-faced... No, you've I've got, got a scooter, mate. No, you've got a scooter. Okay. You don't have a motorbike. Okay, you got me on a technicality <laughs> and I've got a skull hat. Yeah. You got a, you'd be like, yeah. circus bears getting And I can't believe 80 CCs get you around the city, honestly. <laughs> all right, boys, it's all 50. thanks to <laughs> Bryden's lawyers protecting your future. Just going through those scores again. Roosters 20, South 6. That was on Thursday night. Panthers 40 nights, nil on... Uh, early game Friday night, Broncos 13, Raiders 12, late game Friday night. Then yesterday, Manly 36, Dogs nil. We'll speak to Trent Barrett shortly. Sharks 20, Eels 6, Cowboys just a little too good for the Titans 32-26. Those scores are all thanks to Tyre Power. We're live at Leichhardt Oval where it's a beautiful day for Rugby League and our match of the day is the Melbourne Storm mm. and the Tigers. Let's have a look at what's in the papers, fellas. Gerds, I'll start with you because you... Uh, why? Because I've read the paper? Because you've read the paper. That's always a good start, a <laughs> okay, bit of preparation. And, in the uh, social section or the sports section? Did you have a look at the, I know you always check the sports I go to the back first so I get confused on <laughs> Sundays. And it's the social ads. section, so I get stuck there for a little while, I've got to admit. Yeah, but you but anyway, to, I made it oh, back to the sport. Yeah, well, I can be honest, you look there. for yourself. In the socials, oh, no. I don't, honest, you do. I don't, I don't go out enough, boys. In the manly daily. No. Things have changed. Are you under the thumb? He used to be there. Him and Rico and who are the other pretty boys back Mini. All the lemonade sandwiches there. All the lemonade sandwiches. Yeah, soggy, soft. Oh, right, right. Okay. Now, boys, back to... Uh, <laughs> well, see, they've got to go to those functions because their missus tell them to go to them. You know? The lemonade sandwiches. Yeah. We're learning something every day from you. Our so Wayne Bennett's turned into a lemonade sandwich, if you know what I'm saying. I think soft. I do. You know, so what was he beforehand? Oh, you're under the thumb. Okay. It's a new saying of you're under the thumb. Oh, good. A lemonade good sandwich. Mm. All right. yeah. Now, boys, can I get back to what I want to talk about before yeah, 3 please. o'clock? What's in the papers today? And uh, Des Hasler, is he gone... And the, uh, Phil Rothfield, Buzz writes an interesting article about Des Hasler and recruitment. Um, mm. And I don't think this has really been touched on. But the obvious thing here is that a lot of good players have, have left since he's been there. One of them being Damian Cook. Of course, Michael Ennis, a lot of people question that one. T-Rex coming uh, to the club. But, Ryan, could anyone question Des Hasler? I mean, he's only been there in, in all the years he's been there, and it's only probably five or six seasons. They have made two grand finals. Well, I think at some point, Maroon, all good relationships, healthy relationships can also come to an end. And it doesn't mean necessarily that, you know, you're not a good coach. It just might mean sometimes that, you know, you either need to move along or certain things with a group of people just aren't working anymore. Your voice isn't being heard. Or even if it is, you haven't got the people or you haven't recruited right, you've made some bad decisions. That can happen. fact of the matter is they got beat 36-0 yesterday. 
Um, there's been a lot of noise about whether Des is going to stay on or not, and yesterday certainly didn't help with the decision um, that to, to give him a new contract. And um, the thing is, like, what the Bulldogs obviously they, they, it's a week to week proposition. It seems to be at the moment. What haven't they seen in Des in those years gone that? They believe that he's not the man to lead them into the future. Mm. Wouldn't they know by now whether or not he is the man? Whether Would or not you, you know. Would you resign him? Would I at the Bulldogs? He'd yeah. be perfect for this mob, the Tigers, wouldn't he? No, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. I, I think. I think for both parties, in my opinion, I think Des probably needs to move on and go somewhere else. Oh, I, Look, the, you know, the Bulldogs were a really rich, powerful club that used to play, and when you played against them, it was dogs at war, and they played a certain style. And it was the fabric of the Bulldogs, and no matter who coached them, that's the style they played. You know, they were a real tough forward pack, no nonsense, and they had the skill. And then I think Steve Mortimer said that, you know, that it wasn't quite the Bulldogs, who's a club legend. And Terry Lamb said something at the beginning of last year, you know. Which he denied. That, did he? Oh, well, I read it, didn't I? That, yeah. Well, okay, so there was rumours that the old guys and the Bulldogs have been one of those families that have just stuck together. And someone from within the family has always been part of them. I just, I just don't think Desi fits the culture of the Bulldogs. Look, the one thing about coaching is you're never quite sure of the exact point in time when a coach goes over the hill, okay? But what is relevant about this, forget the 36 nil, that's concerning, but the club will live with that. What the club is looking at, though, is what's in the paper today by Rothfield, the recruitment and the retention. That is absolutely vital to every club. That's what your success lives and dies on, okay? Forget about what you've got and what you're doing. If you're a coach, you've got to be, be top-notch. If you want a career coaching, you need to be a top-notch recruiter and, and, reta- and retainer of play, playing talent. And the, the Bulldogs are sitting there looking at the, what they're doing now, and they're saying, you know, we've got more talent going out of the club than we've got coming in. And that's a concern because they've given the whole football operation to Des Hasler. Unlike the old days where the Bulldogs board would go out and they would yeah, they'd have a couple of people, key people on there who would do the, the recruitment. They left that all to Des when he came in. He said, I want to run the football operation. This is the only way I'll do it. And they said, you go ahead and do it. They were very happy the first season. He got, got them to the grand final. He's, got, he's had five seasons there. He's made finals every year. He's made two grand finals. But he's lost both grand finals and admittedly was not really a, a show in either grand final. Both, both times they went in as underdogs and in many well, ways... Well, they were lucky to get there. Yeah, in many ways they were lucky to get there and deservedly got there, but yep. th- there was a feeling in both grand finals that the teams that eventually won, yep. m- m- what was it, Melbourne? Well, the two best Melbourne sides weren't South. playing Melbourne in the grand Melbourne and South were, were going to win the grand final. Yep. Okay? So that's been... Yeah, that, that, while that saves him, the other part is that the club is just not quite content that what's in place and what's going on at the club now is going to get them back for a third time and, more importantly, is going to let them win in the third grand final. So they're now sitting there and Canterbury aren't a club that's going to let the, let the cl- team go to ruin before they admit that there's a problem they try to fix it. They arrest the problem the moment they identify it. It looks like they have identified it now and they're, ne- they're just trying to get all their ducks in a row and make sure that when they make a decision, it's the correct decision. And not a rash decision. So when they're talking about recruitment, they've signed the Morris boys. But they let Michael Innes go. They, let, they have signed... And they've, they, signed they've, signed, they've signed They've signed Will Hoppawati. Was he worth it? Does nah. he, not, not playing on Sundays? So they, they have signed players. I think he's been a good... I think he's been a, it, well, a good purchase. He's been a good addition until you figure out how much money he takes on the cap. Then yeah. you start to say, well, hang on. Okay, he's a good 
$450,000 a year player. Mm. Is he a good $750,000 a year player? See, this is the first time in recent history you can look at a Bulldog side here, Ryan, and, uh, Brendan, uh, Brad Abbey and, and, and Marcelo Montoya. Rarely can you ever look at a Bulldog <laughs> side and say, well, I don't really know anything well, about they, that. Well, they're just young kids, though. And uh, they, are, yeah. they are, from all reports, very talented mm. and will be long-term players at the club. So they're probably the wrong example. But, but you look at the pack. The pack at the moment is not, you know, other than James Graham, who just busts his backside, and Josh Jackson, the rest of the guys aren't really fulfilling the hype. I, I, I think the concern for the, for the Bulldogs is the fact, like, you, there's a lot of situations where you, and, and we saw one here with the Tigers, where there was a little bit, obviously, of, you know, the players aren't playing for the coach, and therefore that's affecting their performance and, obviously, the results. I believe the players are playing for Dez. I think that, you know, there's been a few players come out recently, some of the senior guys like Josh Jackson and you see James Graham, who actually say, we want Dez to be our coach. And, I mean, when, you, when your core senior group are coming out supporting your coach and want him to stay on, they believe in the coach, so they believe in the processes and the game plans that Dez is putting together. But, but I don't they believe come in out game plan. and they get beat 36 nil. By Manly, at Manly. I think Manly, their game plan's wrong. That's a concern. Yeah, and that's and, the issue. What Gordon's saying, they, they are a team without an idea at the moment. They are. They, they've, they've got the biggest, most damaging forward pack. Tolman plays great every week, one of the most consistent players. You've got James Graham. He's been a great signing for him. You've got Josh Jackson, Origin. Greg Eastwood does his job. He's got an amazing hit. He's got, he has a huge impact on the game. And you've got Clemmer. And then you've got Cassiano in this guy. I have never watched them come off the back fence, use their power. They are one side that could play the way South Sydney played in 2014 with their size and go straight upstream, go as hard as you can and give your outside backs, the Morris boys and that, some time and space. And they don't do it. They always pass. The halfbacks in my side, every side I played with, passed to... You know, the 8s eights and 10s eights and, tens and yeah. 11s and 12s. They've well, got a different style. Well, they've got it upside down. Don't you? They've actually got the big guys playing pretty, and then they've got the little blokes like Josh Reynolds playing with all the energy yeah. and trying to run over people. And that's the issue. That's opposite. See, the other thing is the Canterbury board know their foot. See, some boards couldn't find the pointy end of the football, okay? Yeah. But the Canterbury board know their stuff, and they're looking at this side, and, and they're looking at a team that ran around yesterday seemingly without a plan. They didn't play like a side that you know, once they're in certain field position, this is now what we do. This is how we play. This is how we're going to break down Manly's defence. They, they just got there and it was almost like they were surprised that they're actually there and they were like, well, what do we do now? And, and that's, that's a concern. And de- that's de- something Des has to figure out and find a solution to very quickly. And his good players are getting frustrated because if you're not having a go, you take less ownership. But... Clemmer was that frustrated. But he, mate, he started but pushing Daly trying. Yeah, I know, mate, because he's trying and everything they're trying is not working. So they need to come up with a new plan. But they've played that plan, I think, for the last three but years. But that's the issue. Isn't that the issue? Like, well, they've they, got to they, change it. The effort's there. That's right. Okay, they, they're putting in. But what they're not doing is once they, they, they pump their way upfield, once they get into the opposition 20, it's... How do we get through the defensive line now? There's not like they know what to do. They, yeah. they, they've got no real idea about how to break down. They've got no flair in the side of someone who, you know, Moses Hamboy and Josh Reynolds can sort of do their mm. stuff, but they're a little bit rocks and diamonds. The concern for me is, like, you, you watch a side like Newcastle against uh, Penrith on Friday night. When they, in that first 20 or 30 minutes, you could see they, that football team had a plan and they were trying to execute and they just end up getting run over by the Panthers but you could see they were working to certain parts of the field yep. they knew who was going to get the ball when and then they put, did their best with the playing talent that they have and the roster that they have 
and almost came away with some early points and almost put it to Penrith. Mm. But when you see the Bulldogs, who have yep. got more talented roster, yeah, yeah they should, and you, they get in those same situations, and, they, and they're right. They don't they, know what they're doing. They just go from side to side. Mm. They go from side to side, and then at the end of it, they more often than not come up with an ineffective kick, and, and that's the other issue is that kicking game. Kicking game. game yeah. There's no plan whatsoever. It's like right. they suddenly find themselves on the fifth tackle, and it surprised them. Oh, we've got a kick now. Well, hang on. Give it to me. I'll just whack it over there. And is and is Desi that old? Because we all get old and we get, you know... That's what. That's my original point. When do you know that the coach is stuck? I, I don't think And we get stuck yet. in our own ways, right? I, I don't think Des is there yet. But see, the other thing too, Gordon, about but, what's but, happened at Canterbury, significantly over the summer, is they removed all the structure around him. Des, when he first came to the club five years ago, was, I'll come in, but I run the football operation. I employ my own guys. This is what's going on. Last year... The Bulldogs sat down and said, you know what, we're, we're taking that off you now. So Noel Cleal's now gone as a recruitment. Kelly Egan's now gone as the assistant coach. He's now here at the West Tigers as the general manager of football. And so what they have done is they've taken some of that control away from Des to say, you're now going to listen to us. So you've got to start to say, so it's starting to erode what's there. now. But we're all critical of the Dragons, right, because of the style of football then. Paul McGregor realised that they were moving the ball second to any team in the NRL, but they weren't scoring points. Well, they've simplified it. They're going through the middle, Vaughan yeah. and that are running. Boys. Why can't Desi... If, and Desi's played in grand finals, and he's won grand finals and been that very successful team. Yeah, can't he see that? Can I, Here it comes a doom voice. End no, your conversation. No, 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 I want... Because I've got plenty to, to get through. What about this one? Here comes the helicopter. Well, I'm doing the... You, no, 